Yo, Destroyers, how are you? This is Grant Destroyer. I'm Jordan Jan, and you're listening to a very special 10-part little series, which addresses the top 10 questions I was asked in 2018. Now, these questions I've curated from meeting with over 5,000 people, which still blows me away. Um, damn, it was a big year. But these questions I've, I've kept notes of um, throughout the year, and the ones that I'm sharing with you now are the ones that were asked the most. Um, these were asked from both my time as entrepreneur in residence at Victoria University, but also from working with global organizations that are really challenging themselves to work in new and exciting ways to make the future better for everybody involved. And I'd love to say for their customers, which is, which is amazing. So this is part three. This is um, dedicated to all the first time entrepreneurs that are just starting out. So let's jump into it. This is Create and Destroy. This is part three of 10 of the top 10 questions of 2018. Let's get into it, guys. So the third question that um, is definitely dedicated to the first time entrepreneurs out there is very simply, how much can I charge for this? So that might be, how much can I charge for a t-shirt? How much can I charge for that logo? How much can I charge for my advice if it's a service-based business? But I'm sure you're all smart enough to um, swap in to this little episode, whatever your product is. But I'm going to simply break this down as if we're selling a t-shirt. If you're selling time, if you're selling advice, whatever you're selling, it's still a product. So if you think of it like a product, then this will make a lot of sense for you. So straight away, margins are so damn important. Now, you need to acknowledge that when you're starting out and you're starting small, most likely your margin is going to be smaller and quite significantly significantly smaller than your big multinational global company small, right? Meaning if I'm starting a t-shirt brand and I'm making one little print at a time by myself, it's going to cost me a lot more than it does for a global organization like a Nike or an Adidas or, a, you know, whoever it is, it doesn't really matter because they're operating at scale. They can get things cheaper and quicker and sometimes to a higher quality as well because they've, they've really dialed the process. But what we want to do is to start thinking about our margins by following a really simple double helix. Now, double helix is essentially the process of doubling something twice. So it goes, we've got a cost of a product. Let's say a t-shirt costs $15 for you to produce, which is probably pretty close to what you can get if you're just starting out. It's a, um, if you're just making maybe 10 or 20 shirts, hopefully you'll be able to find somewhere that you can get it for around this price. Um, you double the $15 to $30. That there is your first double of the double helix. That one there arrives you at your wholesale price. So now your wholesale price, if you're selling to shops, is, is $30. And now they, the shop, needs to double it again to $60 to the recommended retail price that they can charge their customers. Now, I need to acknowledge now that there's a lot of companies out there that don't 
put in this middle gap and they'll go simply from cost to wholesale and treat the wholesale as the retail price, which is totally fine if you're selling direct to consumer. But what you need to acknowledge is if you're doing that, you are then potentially damaging your ability to sell to retailers because they won't be able to mark it up to $60 so they can pay their rent and their staff and electricity and all the things attached to having a brick and mortar store, which still equates to a very, very large amount of sales in in the global economy. Even though everything is moving online and I'm the first to acknowledge that, it's still important to think about what direction your brand's going to go and how you need to set it up correctly. So Think about that when you're figuring out how much to charge your t- charge out for your T-shirt. But a really nice way, and this is a way that I, I have used personally, is to do both. What you want to do is produce this T-shirt for $15 to wholesale to a range of shops for $30 because that there is helping your, uh, your distribution and the knowledge of your brand because those 10 shops potentially have a thousand dedicated customers that trust their opinion. And if those 10 shops that somehow you convince to stock your t-shirts, each order 10 shirts. So 10 shops buying 10 t-shirts, which is very, very small is a hundred people out there that are going to buy your t-shirt and know your brand. Now getting a hundred sales for a first time startup business is no easy feat, but by allowing this double helix, you can treat those hundred people as almost a marketing budget, right? Because you've just sold those, or you've got the orders for a hundred t-shirts from these 10 shops using your sample product that I talked about in part one of this series, you can then potentially get cheaper prices because now you're starting to talk about ordering 150 shirts because you've got 100 pre-sold to your brick and mortar stores. Maybe you should order an extra 50 to put on your own online store. Now, this is where it gets really important. I can't stress this enough, especially coming from the brick and mortar side of the fence. If you're going to do this, this is really, really great, but make sure that you don't undercut your brick and mortar stores by putting the product cheaper online. I think it's only fair for not only your customer being the shop, but also for your customer being the person buying the t-shirt. You've got two customers here, a B2B and a B2C. That's business to business and business to customer for your first time entrepreneurs out there. What we want to do is make sure that your shop owners don't get pissed off with you because they've just brought 10 shirts of you. And then they go onto your online store because they want to show the world, your brand that they're so excited to have in their independent retail store only to find that you're selling the t-shirt for 50 bucks and they have to sell it for 60, right? They won't be ordering again. So if you're going to go down this track, I think it's a great way to do it, but just make sure that that price that you're selling directly to consumers is the same as what the retail stores can sell for, that they're has made a lot of brands come unstuck. Um, That's the only way that I can see for the relationship to coexist. And that's the relationship of selling to brick and mortar and also directly to consumers through your own own e-commerce channels. But 
let's get down to the nitty gritty because if you're trying to figure out how to price this t-shirt or if you're trying to figure out how to price this service, it's essentially two questions that I would be asking myself if I was you. I'd be asking one, how much does this problem currently cost my customer? Now, a problem might be as as mundane and as simple as I need a t-shirt to wear and I'm willing to spend $60, then you know you're on the right track. If your customer is the the person that is is in the market for the $60 t-shirt, then sweet, that's what you're looking for. But if we're talking about a, a service, it gets a little bit more tricky. So if currently your desired customer is looking at spending $10,000 for a logo, that's a $10,000 problem. So if you can, and a logo might be a, a poor example, but whatever the service is, and that might be advice, it might be logo design, if they're already spending $10,000 on this, then that's how much it's costing them. But that logo might increase their appeal to the broader market. So it might actually be a lot higher, right? So this problem might actually, if if a company has a really poor logo or a poor brand presence, that might be costing them potentially millions of dollars in lost revenue because the customer doesn't see a trustworthy brand or they don't see, you know, what they need to see to fork over the money. So if you can figure out how much this problem is currently costing your customer and you can provide a solution that fits into their budget and enables them to increase their sales, then you're in the right ballpark. But this is only going to find, you're only going to find this out by talking to your customer. So that's the first question. And now the really second one is really, really easy. The second is simply, how much do my competitors charge? If you can identify who your competitor in the marketplace is, and you can find out how much they're charging for things, and that could be as simple as asking them for a quote, then you know around about how much you can charge for this sort of thing. Now you need to work backwards from there to make sure that you can do the service or create the product for a similar price and that there might open a massive can of worms, to be honest, but at least you know. So they're the two questions you need to ask. You need to find out how much the problem is currently costing the customer and if you can fix that for a cheaper price, great. Um. And then the second is how much do my competitors charge for this? Um, And look at competitors at a similar scale than you. If you're a t-shirt brand, it's it's kind of silly for you to be looking at a global organization to figure out how much they charge. But unfortunately in retail, the customer doesn't really see the difference between a small company and a big company. They just want a t-shirt or they just want jeans or a hat or whatever it is. So that's how I would break it down. So just to recap, make sure your margins are sustainable for you to be able to sell directly to consumers and to build your brand by leveraging brick and mortar stores, by keeping both your business customers happy and your consumer or your customer uh, very happy as well. Um, Make sure that your expectations and your scale is matched. So you're probably going to pay a little bit more for your product if you're manufacturing goods on the small end of the scale 
But as your business grows, you'll be able to order in bulk and your expectation in that, in that process will be to increase the margin for yourself. And that there wraps up part three of the top 10 questions I was asked in 2018. Hope that made sense. If you've got questions, hit me up on uh, email or on Instagram. I'm sure you can find the details in the description attached to this little clip. This is Create and Destroy. I'm Jordan Jan, and I will talk to you soon.